This is a response to all my haters. They're still talking about me. I managed to download the entire video, edited it a little bit, take out one part I don't like because some of it's not true. I would never do anything bad. And I've decided just to spash it on my, what am I trying to say here? Put it on my podcast. And I got a lot of things to talk about. This is kind of nerve wracking. For someone doesn't learn to leave me alone, they keep talking about me and they got together and they start making these false things about me these accusations that aren't true because I'm a good person I know that I'm a good person by heart I'm still on the clapper I'm still yet have the courage to give out my clapper username because what if they find me again yeah anyways they he started it up got everybody together like a whole reunion or something like that but we'll just listen to this and I'll replace the part with my part you know since I cut that part out and edited let's listen in listen to this now a quick disclaimer before I begin originally this is going to be a one-off however the subject in question Lance has decided to pull more antics which does require a part two so, in order to keep things organized, this will be a two-parter. As we're recording this, I'm also working on the second part. Thank you, and please enjoy this presentation. You know, usually when I cover someone, I usually go by the rule of two, sometimes even three, when making that kind of rant. But here I am putting my foot down because I'm tired of dealing with this fucker. So I guess third or I guess fourth time is a charm. Once again, we go back to our old quote-unquote friend, Lance, a.k.a. MCL771. I'm done with the lies and I'm sick of all the bullshit that he pulls on here while doing a lot of damaging things in the process. I'll look my first three videos on him. So let's recap. Lance is a 30-year-old individual who wants to become e-famous. You know, those kind of cloud chasers. So he would do anything to get that fame, even involving himself with a well-known politician, Nathan Larson. Lance befriended Larson and the, before the two of them broke ties. A lot of people notice his creepy shit on his YouTube channel, so he scrambles to my friend Cass Warfox for help. Cass, being very generous, decides to let Lance on the show, where Lance attempts and fails to prove his innocence. This latter got the attention of many others, such as Gage, myself, and many more. And this is where Lance's creepiness comes into play. He starts taking pictures of myself, Cass, and Gage, playing with them like they're sock puppets. Now, time for a simple question, Cass Warfox. Do you like men? I keep telling you that I can't answer that question. Just yes no question, no pressure. Hello everyone, I'm Dan Chai Mocha. I'm talking about nice guys. I got this top hat on, and, you know, it makes me look pretty cool. Oh, and he also made false pedo accusation against Gage, which led to another video by Cass and many others where he continued to lie and lie and lie. Now, this won't necessarily be another update about Lance because I've already made enough videos about the guy, but it's more so an overall final result, at least one out of two of the last results before I close the book and call it a day. 
So let's go over a lot of Lance's sins, to say the very least. Creepiness and attachment. Now he mentioned in his episode with the Eevee party he, that he tried to get a, along with a group who does flash in issues regarding Eevee from the Pokemon series, to which they rejected him. Afterwards, he tried bothering the users, including some chap named Marky Darkest, to even go as making a rap song as an apology, which makes no sense since a rap song is usually dissed towards people you don't like. Narcissism It's very evident that Lance is a pure narcissist since he desires fame and fortune. He would even team up with rather suspicious individuals in order to get what he needs. Again, Nathan Lawrence at anyone. So, you may be asking why am I bringing this up since it's obvious. Well, this is a tale of happens when narcissism goes pure, let's just say, a pure extreme. Lance would do anything to gain that fame and fortune, even if it costs him his own sanity and dignity. He'll, he'd sell out all of his, any type of friend, even if it's just for any sort of fame. He'd, you know, sell out his integrity for any sort of, you know, recognition, all because he just wants, wants to have, have some form of purpose, which is really sad when you think about it, but not one to even be pitied about. He, like, look at all the stuff he does on Clapper and other platforms. It's ridiculous. He'll go on to a new one and, and expect the fame to, you know, for the lack of a better term, be handed to him on a sizzle or a platter. Not too arrogant to see that going to work will be worth something, so that really says a lot about him as a person. Finally, one of his worst qualities ever, his constant lying, which also leads to his self-destruction. See, the problem with Lance is, if he does something really dumb, he'll lie and deny it till heaven come. But as soon as you keep digging, he'll continue to lie and then spread false stories. Let me go back to his interaction with F. Nathan Larson. So Lance claimed that they were never friends and later in another, which is really bullshit because why would you be friends with a fucking predator? And then he later changed his story when in conversation with me, saying that he wanted to like friend Larson just to expose him. Uh, quick question. What's with a flip-flop? And two, why didn't you call the police on Nathan Larson? See, this is what shows how sus Lance can be. Oh, and did I also forget to mention the false accusations against Gage? Well, it I did, let me recap. Lance lied that Gage was a, a pedophile and an abuser, all because Gage called him out for his bullshit. And he would try to manipulate the situation to his own advantage just to get a one-up on Gage. See, this is the self-destructive behavior of Lance. He'll try to befriend you, but if you don't befriend him, he'll do his, his utmost to destroy you, even if it destroys himself. It's really sad when you think about it. I've said everything that needs to be said. After all, I did make three videos on the guy. And I would close this book and call it a night. However, a lot of things have resurfaced about Lance. And I don't think one video is enough to cover everything he's done. From these random podcast shows he's done. To eventually, like, you know, lying and spreading more slander about people that he doesn't like. Which is really fucked up when you think about it. I even don't think that even telling him to, like, take a break for the internet work. I mean, I tried that already. You there? Yes, I'm here now. Okay, okay. Another thing: if you're gonna, if you're gonna excuse yourself, please say excuse me. I need to do something, and then walk off. All right. All right. So, Lance, here's my challenge: six months, no internet, focus on mental health, focus on the outside world. You need that balance in your life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Are you gonna take my challenge? 
Challenge accepted. Okay then. And I've already broken his rules that Dan Chai made for the six month hiatus. I already broken that by blocking them, by coming on here again, by making videos talking about them. I already broke his rules. I should be ashamed of myself. I thought I could do it. I thought I could pass this challenge, but I didn't. I failed. Clapper. Shows what a man of his word he is. But that being said, there this rabbit hole doesn't end. In fact, it'll probably continue to the point where I'll have to make one final video on him. And that will eventually be closing the book. So this is at least the first chapter of the finale of Lance. And now with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to my friends who have their own experiences with Lance. Take it away, guys, while I go get a drink for the next part. Ah, uh, yes. Lance. My favorite topic. So, my direct experience with Lance began last October. Now, I knew who he was because I'd watched all the stuff that Cass and Gage had done up until that point. But admittedly, I didn't really have any intentions of reaching out to him as far as communicating with him one-to-one -one went. It was never something I wanted to do. However, I did notice that at one point, or might have been more than one point actually, there was a sort of gap in people's knowledge and understanding of his little Eevee party fiasco, which was so important to Lance that he'd written a book about it. Now, I was one of the few people who actually bothered to look into this because it was pretty superfluous, and the Eevee Party fiasco, as I explained earlier, is a complete shit show. So I made a video of it, kind of as a bit of lore and part of a comedic thing. And I also did a bit of a character study of Lance. I sort of talked about what impressions I got of his personality and whatever else. Which actually mostly turned out to be true. He denies them categorically and says that I made them all up. But honestly, the more I learned about him, I don't think I was hard enough. Personally, I think he's a lot more evil than I originally thought. And anyway though, from my personal perspective, a few days after that, I noticed that Lance is uploading videos talking about my videos. And I'm like, oh wow, someone actually has made a video response. And I actually always wanted to respond to serious video responses about my content. But in this case, I decided against it because he immediately started making these videos where he's just basically whinging about the fact that a video about him exists. And he also made a podcast where he talks for hours about the video which is about 20 minutes long i believe that video gave us about three hours of podcast content plus about half an hour of youtube video content so when i dealt with lance lance was very very aggressive he insisted that i needed to take the video down and said that I needed to say nice things about him and be positive and that was his problem with it not the allegations not the fact that they were true not anything else it was the fact that I said something negative about this prick which made him just be like 
oh, I don't like this. And he proceeded to just say that over and over again, more or less, for like three or four hours worth of bullshit content. And then he proceeded to do a bunch of other things, which I'll get to in a bit, because some stuff happened before that. So, a few days after the video went up, I got quite a bit of feedback from it, and I was quite happy with how it went. And I noticed that I got a privacy violation complaint. So I was like, fuck, right, okay, I don't know how to fight this one. Because this isn't like Cranium Spurious one against me, where all I had to do was blur his face out for like two seconds. I had to blur out an entire video to the point where I might as well just re-upload the whole thing with different images. So unfortunately, I just had to take that as a hit and just say, well, the video's going down, it's nothing I can do to save it. But I did confront Lance, and I did say, why the fuck are you using legal tools that YouTube have given you to protect your privacy to censor me? And Lance says, oh, well, your video isn't positive. Another problem that Lance had was that I didn't link his channel or his shitty podcast show in the video where I basically explain that he's a serial harasser. Which, I don't know why you'd be that fucking delusional, but whatever. This is a special recording for Professor Curious. Yeah, um, he re-uploaded the video and took my images out, which I'm grateful for. His video being a link down below with the re-edits. Also, to note, I watched it again. He didn't even talk about the podcast I made about him. He did not go on about the podcast. Which is kind of a strange thing, because I know if you think he talked about the podcast, he completely ignored that. He completely just went over his head about it. When you just talk about the podcast, he should talk about it a little bit more. Not the fact that they did all those things. At least talk about the podcast. It just simply went over his head. And, yeah. He didn't even mention the podcast. He didn't link the podcast in the description. Update the description a little bit. Perk my podcast along with my YouTube channel, Pod Professor Curious. God damn. Tab means you get more subscribers. Yeah, yeah, kinda. Lance got pretty abusive when I wasn't having any of it. I re-uploaded the video, but without his image. And then he started false flagging it for harassment and bullying, in quotations, which is bullshit. Um, and then it didn't work because YouTube don't take those kind of things seriously at the best of times, never mind when it's just me basically reviewing a book. So I then went back to Lance and I said, you need to fucking not do this shit because it is fucking illegal and it's immoral like it is bullshit and immoral to censor someone because you don't like what they're saying when what they're saying doesn't harm anything but your ego so he then proceeds to say quite a lot of aggressive shit actually he's like oh uh nobody cares about what you have to say which i actually got him there i was like well, if no one cares what i got to say why are you so desperate to censor me then then I need to remove the video and re-upload it, saying nice things about him. So I say, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Because there are no nice things. Even if I was willing to play his game, 
I would sit there for hours trying to think up one positive fucking thing I can say about Lance that even if I'm giving out backhanded compliments, what, he's not the most trash musician I've ever heard in my entire life because Ronnie Vane exists, is not a bloody positive message. So, yeah, that was what I had to deal with then. And then eventually, after ages of talking to him like I was a father explaining to his kid why being a complete dipshit on the internet isn't a good thing, he then asks me what does he need to do to be the good guy. And I say, just accept it. Just accept it and move on. Because, let's face it, if everything I said in that video is false, or could be proven to be false, or that you could change, the video wouldn't matter. When Cranium comes out and says, oh, Gage is a horrible person, nobody takes it seriously, because nobody takes Cranium seriously, and lots of things are contrary to that video. If there is contrary evidence to my video, then my video will drown in it, and it will be worthless. If there isn't, then the problem is you, and you have to work on you. Also, people have a right to know what they're dealing with when they deal with you. So, that was what I left him with. I said, you just have to accept this shit and move on. And it's not easy, I get that, but the people I looked up to, like Sid Alpha, for example, that's what they do, and that's what they preach, and it's why it's so important that they practice it. If you want to be the quote-unquote good guy, then I'm afraid you do have to go through some shit that you are not going to like. Lance then retreated to his shitty podcast, where he proceeded to make a bunch of things about his autism and various other things. The charges shouldn't be too severe since I'm autistic. Or... The charges should be dropped since I'm autistic. You know, just use that as an escape goat. Because someone on YouTube gave that idea to me. I could easily escape the situation by saying that I'm autistic. I didn't know any better. I made a simple mistake. And I was at the wrong place at the wrong time, you know. The simplicity of it. Just think about how beautiful it is. Yeah, I know. Us using that as an escape goat. And he'd basically make those topics about him and what I'd said about him. And he also tried to slander me multiple times. And one guy had a really cool voice. And I'll never forgive Lance, because that guy walked away with a very negative impression of me because of what Lance said. Fuck you, Lance. That guy was cool. And also, fuck you for making it all about you when that old man was talking about his grandson. That actually was a moving story, and you ruined it by talking about you. I also get in some drama a little bit, if you looked at my show. I mean, I talked about a guy named Professor Curious. Because he talked about me, and I respond back in my podcast. Was he a... How does he... How do you know him? On YouTube, he made a video about me, and I wasn't happy about it. Really? Yeah. 
what did he do you want to share what it was or or does it bother you it's something I don't want to come out with that's cool there ain't nothing wrong with that but anyway so he he uh, he sounds like a not a very good dude no if he's gonna cyber bully somebody online I mean I report his video they should take it down momentarily yeah, yeah, that shouldn't uh, it shouldn't be there if it's if it's something about you and and you don't like it. You Another know? thing I said is that fly like a butterfly, but sting like a bee. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. You're a prick. So yeah, that's basically most of the important stuff with my dealings with Lance. Lance is by far one of the most fucking difficult people on the planet to deal with. And the more you look into him, the less of a lol cow he is, and more of a fucking horror cow. I found so many podcasts of his, and unfortunately, there's too much to go through. There is way too much shit to go through. So, we found him on Clapper, which for those of you who don't know is knockoff TikTok, because if it exists, Lance has an account on it. And we basically held him accountable. We said, Lance, you can't just pretend none of it happened. You can't be this much of a prick. You can't behave like none of it fucking happened and then proceed to dupe more people into thinking that you're something that you're not. And he went fucking ballistic. And he ended up arguing with all of his critics and filling his clapper feed with ill-force-out videos that he made three seconds after reading comments. And eventually, that was the last time I dealt with him because he and Dan had an agreement that Dan and the rest of us would not bother with him if he just fucked off the internet for a few months, got his life together, and then came back in a less obnoxious way. You'd be amazed to know that this is not the first kind of agreement like that that Lance has broken. I have actually found three. One of them was with the Eevee Party people. And that brings us to this point. Honestly, Lance, I do not have an advertiser-friendly word for you. You are by far one of the most loathsomely fucking callous and craven pieces of shit I've ever had the misfortune of stepping on. And I'll be frank, and I'll be honest. You need to get off of the internet, and you need to lock yourself away forever. If you aren't man enough to turn yourself into the police, you need to fucking incarcerate yourself and make sure that nobody else suffers because of your horrendous, yellow, tainted soul. This part has been um, edited and cut out because I did not like what he said. That's just nerve-wracking. It's disturbing. Most likely it's terrible, just because I don't like this one indi individual who said st squat, said squat about me. Uh, yeah, like I was saying, he said squat, you know, it's pretty much chicken shit, you know, 
of the quality of his voice. I don't know not, not what dialect he is, but he did go on and say I did this and that on DeviantArt, which I didn't. See, in my own defense, I would not harm a person. I would not rob a bank. I would not rob a store. So yeah, this part had to cut just because I didn't like what he was saying. It just sounded wrong, you know, completely wrong, no. Now, as you're listening to this, the next part's going to be Cast War Fox. There's a bit of silence, but just mind the silence, so, because he pops on and then he starts talking. I'll give my opinion at the end of this episode. Hello there everyone, it seems that a good friend of the channel, Dan Shy, has asked for my opinion on a certain well-known locale, Lance, otherwise known as MCL771. Given that my interview stream on MCL was the reason that anyone came to knew this guy in the first place, I figured I might as well oblige. And I think I have the perfect way to start. For one, regardless if it's from the locales or the horror cows or in between, there always seems to be an interesting pattern with these type of people. Namely, that a lot of them are in their very late 20s or early 30s with no job, no educational prospects of any form, with an obsession for fame and money, otherwise known as parasites, those who never provide anything to society or those around them. In fact, I would go out of my way to say if there's one sin that applies to Lance the most, it would be pride. Even from day one of knowing this guy's existence, he always came across as if he's above everyone else despite the fact he's done nothing with his life and at this point he's reached the age of 30, achieving absolutely nothing of note with his life but demanding a lot of clout and money despite never working for it. In fact, his very original MCL771 account was a great example of this. At the time, his account was literally nothing more than a dumping ground for content, where he would just upload every random thing he can think of despite never actually attempting to sit down and understand what he was trying to do. When you start looking through his old content, you kind of get this impression that the only thing going for him is just making random shit with no purpose. That he seems to think that if he just uploads enough random shit that one of these days these videos might become super popular and his name might explode across the interwebs. But you and I, the audience, knows the truth. That there is no secret formula for success and at the end of the day, very few people, and I mean very, very few people, ever become popular on social media overnight by just randomly uploading videos. Or even streams for that matter. Even fewer would ever appreciate their success and be able to utilize that for a long, profitable career of being a content creator. Most of the time, they would never appreciate their own blind luck that's what got them there. And of course, as you would expect, that sort of unearned success tends to breed a certain level of arrogance, hubris, and a potential downfall. Long gone were the days of the YouTube golden age where people just pioneered every single genre possible and became popular based on that and not because of hard work or talent. Nowadays, it's a completely different fucking story. It doesn't matter how good you look, how well you sound, or anything else. If you're not pumping up that content and putting at least a monicum of effort to get people to watch your shit in the first place, you're basically dead in the water, and it doesn't help that the algorithm gods decide your fucking fate. But Lance is so narcissistic apparently that he believes that he can succeed on this platform despite the fact that he offers absolutely fucking nothing to the table. He'll also demand to be a part of people's projects, communities, friendships, despite the 
fact that he never offers anything to the table, as said before, and spends his time wasting everyone else's time trying to con them out of money. Let's bring back a great example of this that's been mentioned previously. His original channel, the one that had 7,000 subscribers, if not probably more. See, Lance just wasn't happy with that type of growth. He's got a lot of subscribers out of nowhere, but absolutely no views whatsoever. As you can clearly tell, this probably upset a young Lance who was obsessed with views and attention and fame. So he likely thought to himself, hmm, how do I fix the situation? How do I cover up the fact that I'm about as interesting as a wall of paint drying? Well, it seems that he had his little catch. See, who needs to care about things like a good script, entertaining writing, a good sense of editing, or hell, just even funny jokes? No, no, no. See, he found his way out. He found his way, his meal ticket to stardom. He became a pred hunter. He heard about a situation from a content creator known as Belle Defeme and Mr. Epsion about a horrifying situation. Some internet detectives went out of their way to inform a bunch of content creators such as themselves about a notorious website known as Rapey.co. A notorious website full of pedophiles who like to spend their time posting CP and giving each other advice and tips on how to molest people, especially children. All ran by a man named Nathan Larson, a individual we'll talk about later in the future of the Hunt series. But as you can tell, this guy is an absolute monster and let's just say a lot of the things about him are genuinely horrific. If anything, there's so much lore and history here by looking into Nathan Larson, you could literally say that his runtime as a internet horror cow runs almost as long as Chris Chan. Anyway, Lance looked upon the situation and found his meal ticket and decided to go with it. And what was the first thing he did? Despite everyone warning him not to join the website for his own safety, he decides to join the website and then say that he did so by accident and then literally not even a day later say that he became addicted to the website which meant that all in one day he made a new audience and then lost that audience within the same fucking day wow buddy just give out a nice little clap for our friend lance here not many people could nuke themselves this fucking quickly even the best parts of it is that he started becoming friends with nathan larson and started getting involved in some very weird shenanigans involving the website for a while this eventually caught the attention of said youtubers who called out Nathan Larson in his disgusting website, Belle Damasi got involved. Yes, the same person who I just confused for someone else. Had to call out MCL for his shitty behavior, associating with pedophiles, and of course acting like he's comfortable with the website, amongst a lot of other accusations that's been levied towards MCL at some point. After a certain amount of months and a lot of shit shows happening in between, this is exactly when MCL decided to bother me about an interview. And at this point, the rest is internet history. Lance decided to try to hoist himself on his own petard yet again by joining my livestream, and you already knew what results that was going to bring. Lance's hubris and arrogance has proven to be his downfall, and led him to a self-destructive spiral. He never seemed to understood that if you're going to be exposing predators and dipping your toe into the uncomfortable dark underbelly of the internet, that you needed to handle things with a level of tact and thought, and he wasn't willing to do that from the start. He wanted to take the lazy way out the entire time he wanted to make content on YouTube. He just simply refused to bother to put effort into his content. His stubborn refusal to accept reality for what it was ended up helping to be his downfall. Now you may be asking afterwards, well that's all well and good Kaz with this whole story and whatnot, but is he really just a sick freak or is he just a clout chaser? While it is true that Lance himself is addicted to clout in the same way that a heroin addict is addicted to chasing the purple dragon as they call it, I don't think that negates some of the creepy factors of his actions and his behaviors. For example, he seems to get comfortable with pedophile communities way too often. For example,
example, he was good friends with Larson for a long time, until eventually Larson decided to come after Lance for no longer being a useful tool. For the longest time, Lance would make up lies about how he was there to expose Larson and that he was going to do so, but has never showed any form of screenshots, recordings of any audio or visual media of anything that Lance saw behind the scenes working with Larson. So this leads to a few particular nasty situations for Lance. Either one, he was trying to expose Larson and is just the most incompetent pedo hunter in the world, or two, he genuinely became friends with Larson and was doing everything he can to cover things up. And given all the information that's been out there about Lance for a very long time, I'm going to assume the second option might be more accurate. Either way, it doesn't look good on him and quite frankly, it explains a lot of his suspicious behaviors. For example, not long after he had a fiasco with me, he decided to make a secondary server that was an impersonation of my original, and he tried to pretend to be me for a bit, which of course didn't really work out. But in the midst of doing this, the secondary server he had pretending to be mine was also the same server where apparently he had a bunch of pedophiles on it, and it supposedly, as the accusations were levied against him, hosted a server full of pedophiles looking for minors. Of course, in the midst of this accusation, Lance does what he usually does, which is completely fucking panics and then decides to nuke all of his social medias. Only for him to come back weeks later doing the same exact shit with the same exact problem over and over and over again. It's also very interesting to know that anytime he has a problem with me or one of my compatriots, all of a sudden he's associating with well-known pedophiles who have a bone to pick with me and my community. The kicker was at least about a week or so ago, where apparently a recording came out of a bunch of people confronting Lance. It turns out he was accused of hosting at another server that he tried to merge into two. One was a Minecraft server full of miners, and the other one was a BDSM server full of puppy furs, which I am not going to explain what the fuck that is. Which of course has led Lance to be called out by a multitude of people, only for him to scream and cry and run away again. A pattern of his that never ceases to stop when he gets caught red-handed. So you may be asking, why is he so obsessed with constantly recreating Discord servers and then deleting them when he gets called out? Well see, there's a few ways you can make money on Discord. Usually, one of them is making giant communities and then selling them off to anyone who wants to become owner. So he's making Discord servers in a desperate attempt to make money, and when that doesn't work, he constantly panhandles to anyone that seems to show any form of pity for him. This only leaves three options for Lance here. Either one, he's a desperate clout-chasing huffer who's desperate to make money off the backs of everyone else off the internet while still living with his parents and achieving absolutely fucking nothing. Second option, he is a genuine freak who probably is just as bad if not entirely the same as the pedophiles that he seems to associate with, or three, probably both. Either way, none of this looks good on Lance and it really indicates the fact that he has no concept of proper morality. He's someone you really wouldn't trust with your time, friendship, or money, let alone being anywhere near an elementary school. Before I finish my long diatribe of an opinion piece on Lance, apologies Dan, I might as well spend the time talking about a very nasty particular habit that Lance and by extension Mitch and others tend to utilize to their advantage, and that is the constant hiding behind the label of honor 
autism or mental disabilities as a crutch and shield against criticism. Lance likes to hide behind this excuse so many damn times it's not even funny. Every single time he gets himself in a pickle, he always constantly harkens back to the fact that he has mental disabilities, specifically autism, even though he's hinted before that he might have something a lot worse than that. And although I never really reveal a lot of my own personal stuff very often, I might as well at least give you guys one particular pointer here. I am someone that has autism. I am on the spectrum. And of course, when people like Lance go around and use this as a cudgel against criticism, and it's not because of some moral conundrum either. It's also because of the type of severe effects that it leaves for people who actually are on the spectrum suffering from said condition. Obviously, I don't think most people on the spectrum act anywhere close to Lance or Mitch in any particular way whatsoever. However, that's not the issue. The issue is the perception of autism. Namely, that of people who are not on the spectrum who judge the entirety of most autistic individuals because of the actions of people like Lance and Mitch. Obviously, the autistic spectrum is a massive thing, and you can't really put autistic people entirely into one particular box or the other. Autism is something that we just simply don't fully understand at all, and even our current science is extremely lacking in terms of explaining it in any completely functional capacity. There are going to be all kinds of different examples of people who have autism, even people who seem completely and utterly normal can have it. In fact, I would argue that most people who are autistic are still relatively normal in nature. And of course, nothing comparable to something like Lance or Mitch. Again, however, my main problem is perception. Humanity has this really nasty tendency of claiming to be super rational and hyper-intelligent. Yet we as a species like to go out of our way to put people into some really nasty boxes and pretend that's all that needs to be known. A lot of the time informed largely based on impressions or experience. Despite what people say, impressions are definitely very important. When it comes to people having experience, if they experience quite a few Lances and Mitches of the world, they're going to blame those who are actually quite intelligent who happen to be on the spectrum too. I've seen this a thousand times before. People pass judgment on autistics like they're all fundamentally retarded because of the actions of a few, and this happens very constantly. There's a lot of people who seem to argue that autists are inferior because of people like Chris Chan, and so on and so forth, and it's part of human nature to focus on more of the negatives than the positives. So unfortunately, despite everything you can do, chances are people will still look at the Mitches of the world and the Lances of the world and assume that autists might be generally like this. I've seen this a lot when I was growing up, where people will actively attack the autists just because they got this bad impression from another supposed self-proclaimed autist as well and their behavior. And trust me when I say that, it's not fun being put in a mental box like that because of how much damage it does to your social ability, your ability to make friends with people, hell, sometimes getting recognized for a job sometimes. There's some fucked up people out there that will do anything they can not to hire you because of a disability that may not even be that bad for you. Regardless, it still didn't change the fact that some people's childhood may be greatly impacted because of it, and even their life thereafter. For me, it was definitely the case when I was a kid, I was treated like human pond scum because I had that disability in the first place. Even when it affected very little about my ability to learn anything, or to be social amongst other groups. However, when it came to some of the really awful people in my school who did happen to have autism, I was still regarded as if I was just as bad because that's how humans tend to work. With extremes, and not with rationality. The worst part of this, as far as I'm concerned, is I know for a fact that Lance and Mitch are fully aware of this, and they just simply don't care. All they care about is to enjoy the fact that they can use this to their advantage to get what they want, and any form of damage that comes afterwards is 
is entirely conditional to them. They don't give a fuck. Well, until it brings about a negative condition on their part, then all of a sudden they absolutely fucking care. At the end of the day, I believe these people deserve to be mocked for this reason. I believe that we should never let these people get away with it. Not just because of the typical creepy pedo shit they're involved in, but also mocking them for the fact that they hide behind autism as an excuse, that they are repugnant people who live with their parents and achieve nothing, are not even looking for a job or educational prospects. At the end of the day, it is appropriate to make fun of these people at every fucking turn. Not because of some moral obligation or some moral high horse or any of that fucking bullshit. It's not about honor, it's not about respect, and it's not about morality. It's about giving these people what they fucking deserve. Anyway, thank you Dan for having me on, and I hope it was entertaining. Now, to start off, I hate all pedophiles. I believe pedophiles are the scum of the earth. Even this quote-unquote Nathan Larson guy. I hate him so badly, I want him to stop. But the thing is, he's in prison, jail. He's never going to stop. I believe that pedophiles deserve death sentence, if not. Or get help from a therapist. I have talked about getting help from a therapist on this podcast. I wrote books about getting help from a therapist to find a therapist if there is need one, even is there even one to help me. But going on this topic, he has a point about the autism, autistic people like me. We seem to be ignored half of the time and treated like shit because we don't have proper behavior, you know, like don't know how to act. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but sometimes when I'm out in public, walk around and I just act normal, you know. They try to be normal, you know. We do have a TikTok with 11,000 followers. That is my audience. And I do post TikToks, but I got some of my enemies that are blocked behind a block button forever. But, you know, it doesn't change anything. But, you know, I just wanted to put this episode, this whole entire video onto my podcast. All these negative things that they're saying about me, I wanted to share with my podcast audience. These people have no clue that I'm a good person. You know, I have a huge eagle. A huge, huge eagle. And it's getting bigger because they keep talking about me. Every time they talk about me, my eagle grows. And... Castle Fox was kind of right about the autism part, you know. We don't get treated like shit. No one's not going to help us up. And we need people to support us every now and then. And I already talked about this. They're still talking about it because they want to get it off their chest. That's what they want. And if they find out I put Dan Chai's video in my podcast, they're going to be so angry. There's really nothing I could do about that. I'm gonna put that in his testimony thing if I had my own testimony, but I don't. Well, I could make a testimony now. I mean, why not? You could put it in part two, don't care. Here's my testimony. I am an innocent man. I would do no harm to anybody. I would not commit murder because I know that it's wrong. Not rob a store because I know that it's wrong. I would not rob the bank because
because I know that it's wrong. I would not do anything bad. I raise my hand up and always try to tell the truth no matter what. Or if things get worse, hang in there because there's going to be a load of crap. Yeah, I saw his video. I decided to download this video, try to put it in this episode and try to debunk this episode. I took Gage out because I didn't like what he had to say about the DeviantArt part. That frustrates me. That's like committing a felony, you know. Whatever Gage said, but it's not in this episode. And I don't commit felonies. I don't commit arson. And I wouldn't do anything that I shouldn't be really doing because I know better than that, you know. I'm smart. (laughs) And, you know, we keep fighting. There's really no point to it, really. But I'm trying to put my testimony within his video if he finds out that I did this. Oh, Gage found you on Audio Mac. Yeah, that's true, but I'm not going to respond to that. I take pity on these people. Anybody who talks bad about me, I take pity on. Because despite what they say, I'm always a good person. And I believe that I'm better than anybody. You know, that I'm stronger and I gotta hold on to life. I gotta hold on tight. Never let go. And I'm one of the best guys there is because I've never been to prison and I never want to go to prison. No. Prison is a very bad place. I heard prison food is not good. Don't wanna end up there. I'd rather get help from a therapist. I keep talking about that because it stays on my mind. Getting help from a therapist. All the things they said that I put in this episode here makes me want to get help from a therapist. Because they keep pushing and pushing and pushing it, but they push so hard. It makes me want to get help from a therapist. It really does. And my opinion about this video, it's trash. It's pretty much trash. Because they're not saying anything good about me. And I'm trying to back myself up multiple times. Numerous of times, but failed to. Not to mention, I left YouTube because of that. And if I ignore this, this just gets worse and worse and worse. There's really nothing I can do.